Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from a couple that takes a long vacation up in the wilderness to live out their wildest fantasies. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through their website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a story or a question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older and legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names and other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Okay, normally I would have a thought, you know, right here, but this story was handwritten and mailed to me, so it's a little longer than normal, so we're just going to jump right into it. So, you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I dream every night. If I remember one month, it's a lot. I had this dream recently, remembered every moment. I told my wife. She said it was hot, and even texted me pictures of the guys she imagined. I own a company that requires me to travel to Canada quite a bit, sometimes weeks at a time. I go so frequently that I decided to buy a small apartment from afar from the office I have there. I was out there for a week, and I got a text from my wife on a Sunday night. I miss you. I know I'll have another week, and your birthday, and the following week. I'm coming out to the apartment on a Wednesday. I know you'll be in a different province, but I'm going, and I'll be waiting for you when you arrive. Sounds great. I was supposed to be done with everything on Friday, but we wrapped up early on Wednesday. I texted my wife that good news... I was on my way. Get home, we kiss, and have dinner. I have a surprise for you. You know, you've always wanted to go to that fishing hunting lodge up north. We're going tomorrow morning, and I've been working on this for six months. Your junior partners are in on it. They have you covered. We're going for two and a half weeks. I have everything packed in the truck, fishing equipment, guns, ammo, food, tons of booze, weed, and the Cuban cigars. I've spent a ton of money on clothes and possibly some other outfits. We'll go over the checklist on the drive. It's a good 800 miles from here. The place we're going to is about as far north in Canada as you can go. It has a main lodge, but she booked the outpost camp. You can bring your own everything, and the only way in is by float plane. We'll be about 100 miles away from the road. There's a satellite phone in case of an emergency. Other than that, we're on our own. 
except for a guide each day. It's September, so it's probably upper 30s in the morning and mid-50s in the afternoon. Fall has already set in. I could not sleep. We left at 3.30 a.m., got there 12 hours later. Too late to get there today. We stayed at the main lodge and would take off the float plane in the morning to the outpost. We loaded up all the gear into the plane, and off we went. I just knew it was going to be incredible. The lodge owner was our pilot. He told us everything to expect, helped us get everything inside, gave us a satellite phone, and told us the guide would be on the dock at 8 a.m. By the time we unpacked, it was around lunchtime. We had a quick lunch and a few beers and took a Canada ride around and got us fishing and hunting gear ready. We were tired from the trip and both decided early dinner and bed. We smoked a joint looking at the Oreo Borealis and then agreed it was the most amazing thing ever. The cabin was high-end, running water, stove, washer, dryer, fireplace, and a wood stove. The cabin slept eight, so it was roomy. Three gorgeous leather sitting chairs in front of the fireplace. We sat and had cocktails, dinner. I was buzzed and horny. My wife looks at me and says, my pussy is off limits until your birthday. I want you to ache for me, but I'll give you a blowjob. A roaring fire, buzz, great meal. Um, okay. One of the best ever. Time for sleep. I was up at 5 a.m., made coffee and breakfast, made sure all the gear was ready to go, just for a visual. My wife is about 5'6", auburn curly hair, works out, perfect breast, gorgeous face. I'm 5'8", medium build, salt and pepper hair. Many have told me I'm easy on the eyes. I'm 51, she's 53. I went outside to take in the landscape while she slept. This is God's country. I woke her up at 7 a.m. We got ourselves together and went to the dock at 7.50 a.m. Sure enough, in the distance, here comes a guy in a canoe. When he was about 20 feet away from my wife, shot me a look that I had never seen before. Yet, I knew exactly what it meant. I would have guessed this guy was around 30. Long, wavy, dark hair, beard, flannel shirt, gems, cowboy boots, exactly her type. Introductions were made, and we all hit it off right away. The conversation was great. The fishing was insane. We broke for lunch. A Canadian shore lunch is as good as it gets. Eating the fish you caught in the morning, baked beans, potatoes, onion rings, and of course, a few cold beers. By the way, our guide name is Mateo, Native American, that means bear. Okay, folks, he said as we pulled away from lunch, what is the plan for the today and tomorrow? Let's fish the rest of the day today and hunt tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's my husband's birthday, and I was thinking about a special dinner. Thought could do half-day hunting and call it. Mateo stood up in the stern and said, If it is okay by you two, I would love to prepare a northern dinner for your birthday celebration. We both said, Sounds fantastic. We fished the rest of the day and had wine, showered, smoked a joint, dinner, and went to sleep early. Up at five, made breakfast, out early. My wife looks so hot in her waders, camouflage, and a dark painted face. We were on the move at 6 a.m. to get into the duck blind. It was cold at sunup, but the ducks came in. We both took two, and it was pretty much it. 
We took the boat back. Mateo dropped us off and went back to his cabin to pick up everything he needed. My wife looked at me once we were settled and said, I'm making this a very special birthday for you. Take the canoe out, go fishing, hunting, exploring, but do not come back until at least 4 p.m. There will be a note on the front door. For you, um, okay, back at four. The note read, I'm getting super sexy for you. There are four rooms here. I laid out a present for you. Go shower, get dressed. I have the outdoor fire pit all set up and made for two vodka martinis. It's cold enough. Light the fire, check your watch, and come in exactly at 5.15. Mateo will be here at 5.45. No problem. I showered, walked into one of the rooms, and on the bed was a really nice custom-made flannel high-end jeans and a pair of cowboy boots with a note that said, I think you'll look hot in this, with a lipstick kiss on the bottom. I changed, went outside, and was in awe at the landscape once again, lit the fire, and just zoned out. 5.15 came quick after one and a half martinis. I knocked okay to come in? Come on in was the answer. My wife was sitting on one of the leather chairs, insanely curly hair, orange corduroy skirt, very fall, and a tight cashmere black turtleneck sweater, knee-high, come-fuck-me black boots. She told me to sit down and have a look. We've been married for 24 years, never hotter. I was still in awe. She picked up a Cuban cigar, licked it all the way through, and sucked both ends, looked at me as she slept and put it in her mouth and lit it up. She took a long, deep drag and inhaled and said, Welcome to your fantasy vacation. Then she took a sip of her insanely expensive tequila. Neat. Well, what do you think? Do I look hot? Oh, hell yes. At the moment she said, Your second present, she sat up raised her skirt, showing her freshly shaved pussy, which I have wanted forever. She looked so sexy, words could not describe. I said, oh my, as she took another long, deep drag off her cigar and took a sip of her tequila. I knew she was in great spot. I asked, what do you think of Mateo? She gave me that look, took a slow slip of her tequila, a long drag of her cigar, inhaled, and said, hot. Mateo knocked on the door, and I got another look. We had a cocktail hour next of the fireplace. My wife was curious. She asked a lot of questions. First, how old are you? 29, he replied. What's it like growing up in the bush? We learned he had never been to a restaurant, never been on a commercial airplane. Plenty of float planes, though. We talked about hunting, fishing, because his name meant bear, his native language, his whole life studying them and hunting them. He told me if I really wanted one, we could go to his lucky spot, which would be two-day event and require a campout. I was intrigued. Dinner was ready. He made a moose stew, homemade biscuits, and wild rice. I served some serious Pinot Noir and I think it might have been one of the best meals I've ever had. Lots of conversation, laughter, just plain old fun. We cleaned up. My wife then said, why don't you guys have some after-dinner drinks going while I prepare a special dessert? Go outside and sit by the fire pit, 
I brought a walkie talkies and I'll let you know when I'm ready because I want to be a surprise. I'll need about a half an hour. We talked about fishing and hunting and learned a lot about the area. Half an hour or so went by and she came through the walkie talkie. Dessert is ready. I made you both drinks. Come sit by the fireplace. The fire was roaring. Two neat tequilas sat on the old coffee table. Candles everywhere. We sat, toasted. Then, out of the bedroom, my bride slowly sachets over to the coffee table. The outfit I saw nearly caused me to pass out. Black corset, smashing her perfect cleavage together. Black, multi-strapped garter belts, black stockings, four-inch shiny stiletto heels, long black opera gloves. The click of her heels on the old wooden floor drove me crazy. She put her right heel upon the coffee table and just stared at us in her eyes. I saw the confidence, empowerment, excitement, lust, longing in one glance. She put her right heel up on the coffee table and took a sip of my tequila and said, not bad for 54, right? We both just looked and neither of us could speak. She took a lighter and a perfectly rolled joint out of her left stocking, let it up, took a long seductive drag, inhaled, held it in for a good 15 seconds, slowly exhaled and said, Happy birthday. While you were exploring, I asked Mateo if he'd find me attractive. He said I was, the most beautiful woman he'd ever seen. I then asked if he could help us make our threesome fantasy a reality. He said he was more on board. He then glanced at me as to ask, Are you sure? Are you okay with this? I nodded yes. She walked over to me and said, Happy birthday, baby. Ready to have fun? We made out for a good minute. Then she walked over to Mateo and did the same. She took another long pull off the joint slowly, exhaled. And as a quick aside, she knows I always find her smoking as sexy, but with a weed, I love the smell and that it heightens all my senses a hundredfold and also allows me to last a long time before I come. This is how I'd like to start. She sat in the chair, spread her legs. I want you to be no cake tonight, but I know you're dying to eat this shaved pussy. Mateo, I want to give you the best blowjob you've ever had while he eats me out. We got into position right before his cock hit her lips. He asked, is it okay if I come in your mouth? I want to swallow every drop of your cum. Just give me a little heads up. I went down and stayed down. She proceeded to give a blowjob with a little bit of everything. She was moaning, but it was muffled. She was loving every second. So was I. So was he. I'm not sure how much time went by, but no, Mateo said, I'm going to come soon. And cupped with the back of her head, another muffled, mmm, me too. They both came at the exact same time, and she'd swallowed every drop. She got up, wiped a little bit of cum off of her lips, and very slowly put it in her mouth and asked, Not a bad start, right? We refreshed tequila, and she lit up a cigar, asked if everyone was good, and assured her we were both better than good. She said that was the most intense orgasm 
she's ever had in her life. We laughed, talked, break for a little bit. She then started making out with Mateo, grabbed my hand and his, and led us into the bedroom, got onto the bed, and got into doggy-style position. He looked at me, and I nodded. He very slowly started to fuck her as I watched for a few minutes. She looked at me the whole time, then closed her eyes and bit her lower lip. Absolutely the sexiest sight ever. Eyes closed. She motioned me over with her index finger and took my cock in her mouth all the way to its base. Just then, she had another orgasm. He was fucking her harder now. Everyone was feeling good. Eventually, he was getting close. We all were. He asked if he could come inside her. Her lips parted on my cock. Oh my god, yes. Just don't stop fucking me. Another muffled, I'm coming. Then a me too, and a me too. We all came simultaneously, and I was relieved that it happened this way. Back to the fire. Refreshments, a cigar, and a joint. Everyone agreed it was the most intense night of their lives, and we all wanted more. Again, she led us back into the bedroom. This time, laid him on his back of the bed and straddled him. Once again, I watched for a few minutes before I ever so slowly guided my cock into her ass. There is no doubt in my mind that this has to be the absolute most intense feeling for a woman. It went on for a long time, sometimes slow, sometimes fast. Insanely intense pleasure for everyone. But the best part is that we were 100 miles from a road and she can moan and yell as loud as she wants. And she did. Not sure if it was her moans or just the coincidence, but a few minutes before we all had another simultaneously orgasm, a pack of wolves was howling outside of the cabin. It drove her into a frenzy. That ended the night. We were off to fish and hunt in the morning. And so it went on this way. The world fish and hunt during the day, come home and eat great dinner after a tequila cigar happy hour. Mateo and I would clean up and my wife would change into a sexy outfit, French maid, a dominatrix pink camouflage beanie and a, and a quarter belt ensemble, one of my white button down dress plaid shirt ties, heels in a cap I bought in Ireland. Whatever it was, it matched up and elegant and well thought out. The one constant she would bake her signature entrance, seductively smoking a joint. She was obviously intelligently and physically attracted to Mateo, but when she found out his way of relaxing was making sketches at night before bed, it put her attraction over the edge because she is an artist herself. One day we went duck hunting near his cabin because the coordinations were perfect. Windy, overcast, rain off and on. We shot a bunch and it started pouring. We were soaked and cold. She did not want to stop. I knew she was uncomfortable, so I asked. We've had enough for today. We're all soaked. Why don't you show us your cabin, Mateo? I could have stayed all day, but I thought it would be best if we got out of the elements. It was pretty much exactly as I pictured it. Fireplace, wood stove, open layout. We all got out of our undies made a fire, Mateo made a fire, and started heating water for our bath in a basin. He constructed into a bathtub. He poured us a homemade moonshine. We smoked a joint, and it instantly took the chill off. My wife got in first, 
and we both rubbed her as she warmed up, soaked in the hot water. He shampooed her hair while I massaged her feet. She was in heaven. She wore one of his flannel shirts and sweatpants and socks. We sat by the fire and looked at his sketches. They were mostly of the best days he had when out in the field hunting and fishing. She was wet. We did a repeat of the first night where she strolled in and made him and I ever so slowly fuck her ass. We all fell asleep. The next morning we woke up. She stissed us both and said, You guys go on that bear hunt. My belly could use a tad bit of rest. I'd like a sketch and canoe by myself and relax when you come back. I'll fuck you both silly. We took a 10-mile canoe trip from to Mateo's spot. He showed me around. We hunted that afternoon. Nothing. We shot a few rabbits and on the way back to our tent and slow roasted them over a fire. I was tired. So was he. We went to sleep early. As I fell asleep, I thought of my wife and what she was doing. Woke up early and went out hunting. Nothing until 1 p.m. Big 600-pound black bear came in. This was my chance. I took a deep breath and pulled the trigger. I got her. Most exciting thing ever. Clear kill. We did the clean and packed up all the meat. We took the rest and propped her up over the bow. I walkie-talkied back that we were on our way in. How did you do? Excellent, I replied. We got out just before sunset. She came out and saw the bear in the bow, and she was so excited. We showered and got changed, sat next to the fire, and poured tequila, lit up a cigar, and told her all about the hunt. We ate and drank, and Mateo made a bear also buco for dinner over wild rice. After dinner, we cleared up. Mateo said we needed to perform a ritual. We both smeared the bear's blood on our cheeks and forehead, stood in front of the fireplace with our cocktails, and sailed a few words in his native language. Then we both took a bite out of the bear's heart. The belief is that we must give back to the life that was given, possibly receiving all the quality of the animal, bravery, strength, and agility. My wife took a huge sip of her tequila, lit up a cigar, and said, Nothing in my life has ever turned out as much as what I just happened. She came up to me, made out, in about a minute. She unbuckled my belt and dropped my jeans to the floor. She did the same to Mateo, then got on her knees and went back and forth, blowing one of us, stroking the other, until we both came into her mouth. And so it continued until the end of our trip. We had eaten bear, moose, duck, goose, fish, rabbit, every night. It was insane. Then the trip came to an end. The last night, I said, let's recreate the first night. We did, and it was even better. The next morning, we headed to the float plane. My wife and Mateo were making out like the world was coming to an end. The lodge owner came up and said, good trip. Mateo said, I think they had a trip of a lifetime. Mateo promised to make a bear rug out of the one I shot. It was his way of knowing he would see us again. My wife wants to start our next visit by him fucking her on her back on the bear rug, in front of the fireplace. R. So first of all, I have to say something. Your handwriting actually had me thinking um, as the story went on and it got hot. So that answers your first question. Yes, I thought it was hot. Um, Your handwriting ability diminished. So that makes me wonder if we put, if we had people 
um, both genders sat in a room and watched something or read an erotic thick thought or story or porn or whatever turns them on and then ask them to write um, paragraphs or just a letter, would it be like before and after? Would it diminish? Because I had to stop so many times and go, because by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is handwritten. So it, it, the the handwriting got a little messy at times, not bad, but it was one of those where I'm like, I think that says that, but I had to really stare at it. So it took me longer normally to record this than it would have. Okay. Um, and R has two, I get, you know, two things. Uh, two, my wife thought it was hot. My next fantasy is to wake up one morning and her to send me off to a spa for hair and nails and massage, Brazilian wax pedicure. I came home to find her wearing the exact outfit for the night, one smoking a joint next to the fireplace and asking me, so Robert, do you want to role play this threesome fantasy? Any ideas for the role play? Oh, any ideas? Wow, put me on the spot. I, I don't pre-read this stuff, ladies and gents. Uh, I, well, you, you had a really good one that you lived out. So, oh boy, uh, maybe I shouldn't have had that second glass of the wine with dinner. I have to commend both of you, though. I wouldn't have thought of the whole... I mean, I kind of guessed where it was going. I actually thought you were going to be with the the plane guy, not your tour guide. So, you know, but I don't know. Because, you know, there's the pilot fantasy, so that's where it came from. So I did not see the whole guide thing coming. So th- that was what made it hot. Not only that, the fireplace. Fireplace is just and up just a few notches, in my opinion. But that's about me. Um. I would do something out of my comfort zone. It sounds like you guys are very naturey, so maybe a little more upscale. But I don't know how careful you have to be if you'd have to go like four countries away just to pull this off. But I've always liked the the ones I enjoy are the ones they meet someone in a strange place. And that's just because I don't like to fuck right. And where they meet somebody really click off and they go to their hotel room. And I know that's very cliche, but it's I just like that. This was very detailed and I don't think any, you know, I don't know. I mean, you could really do anything here. Um, yeah. I mean, you could like the, the pilot could catch you. You could do that. I don't know why I'm stuck on the pilot. I don't know. But then would it be foursome? Cause would you invite Mateo in? Cause that's my other question. And then it'd be a foursome, not a threesome. And I don't know if you're down with that or not. And you guys really describe the the pilot. I don't know the gender, but you know what? It doesn't really matter to me. Either way, it'd be hot. So I may, but then again, like I said, you guys seem like natures and you do nature things. So maybe a little more out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, somewhere more posh. In this instance, I'm kind of thinking of the, the gentleman that is one of my favorites that's come in and it's in the book where the guy takes his lover up to one of the presidential suites, invites six guys they don't know each other in. It kind of like that, but a little, I mean, I'm sure you could do a spin on that where, unless you want to just want to know and have contact and all that stuff. And, but just the thought of, not knowing who's doing these things, but you get to watch, that'd be pretty hot, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. 
How about <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of my fantasies that I've never done or well in a way but <laughs> it's I want to but I don't know if I would so it's crossing it's getting closer to yes but I don't know but that's something I I, I that one when I read it I was like yeah but not six I think that's even what I said then not six you know even if it's just the person I'm with. And then one other person and not knowing that to me, that would be hot being blindfolded and not knowing. What do you guys think? P.S. While we were on the bear hunt, my wife drew the sketches she would gave to Mateo. Mateo fucking her while she gave me a blowjob to us canoeing from the hunt. She gave them both to him. P.P.S. <laughs> I don't know if my wife remembers this, but I do. It was Sunday night, about 15 years ago. My wife was giving me a blowjob while using a vibrator. We both were feeling good. I asked if she was good. Her words were, I want a dick in every orifice. From that moment on, I never forgot those words. And it makes me harder. And it makes me come harder than everything else. Well, of course, like any other guy, I would also love to have a threesome with another woman. So my threesome idea, I think, would hit you guys really well here. Um, Definitely, especially since she's wanting to be used in every orifice. So maybe you could do the whole presidential suite, her blindfolded and just getting dick. Or would she, I guess, uh, Mrs. R, (laughs) would you like to have, you know, multiple cocks like that? Or is it just... Or do you have to have some kind of connection with them verbally or just knowing that he's giving you this gift or that you're giving him this gift of visual pleasure? And would you want him to be part of the group or watch and then you guys reconnect, re, uh, reground yourself, as I would say here. So that's my questions to you guys. But um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What does everybody else think? Could you, this is amazing. I, you know, you talk about taking a trip and making very, very, I mean, they were out in the middle of nowhere, a hundred miles from the nearest road. And this was handwritten. And I can, I definitely can say that that second BPS. (laughs) Yeah. Your handwriting got you very, very much want that. I can tell because the handwriting was, again, I, I still want to find a way to do that experiment. I think it'd be interesting. An interesting thought that is. But I think you guys should think about that. Definitely. And what does everybody else think? Is this on a taking out if you take out everything that you wouldn't do? Because I don't know if I could hunt. I mean, I, I'm curious about it, but I've never never been in my to do list or learn how or want to or whatever. But I've always liked being out in nature far away so I can disconnect for a bit, even if it's on a cruise ship. I know it's not nature, but it's a way I like to be able to disconnect and exhale. And this sounds like an amazing place Um, just to canoe and sit by a fire pit. I might have to look the place up, though. I don't think I could do 100 miles out from civilization. But I I really liked that fire pit. Every time you brought up the fire pit, that really was amazing for me anyway. So ladies and gents, could we do what R and Mrs. R did? Could we go out to far away country or city 
and explore and give our partner something they've always wanted. I have to say I'm very, very, very proud of Mrs. R that she stepped out of her comfort zone and gave her spouse, her lover, her other half what he desired. Then again, I wonder if she's entertaining the other woman. What do you think, Mrs. R? I really want to know. I think this is a perfect place to stop this lustful handwritten letter. (laughs) I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget just to check out Crazy Summer Nights. It's January. Um, I still think there's tickets actually available for Crazy Winter Nights, which is um, the 13th through the 15th. I'm not going to be there, remember, but I will be at Crazy Summer Nights from you know, June and August, you'll have to look those dates up as well. They're not right in front of me. Um, Don't forget, you guys can email confessions directly. The website's back up and running. Thank you for those watching out for my back while I've been busy. So I could, you know, message, you know, get the message out as quickly as possible. I really do appreciate that. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we go up north and watch the Northern Lights in a hot tub by a nice, fire pit outside. I'm sure I wouldn't mind getting on my knees to suck you off a time or two. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your first week of the new year.